0: hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls you are about to listen to the roll up and die rpg podcast but first i wanted to touch base with you and let you know that sometimes uh, we broadcast during uh, thunderstorms other times we broadcast with people who live in far reaches of canada even our host alex Captain Gothnog lives in the far reaches of Maine. Anyway, what I'm saying is that sometimes technical difficulties are also a guest host on our podcast. So on behalf of the guys, I apologize for all the technical issues that plague this session. But without further ado, it's Wednesday, August 24th of 2016, and you are listening to episode 54 of Roll Up and die
1: it'll be won- okay. it'll be wonky but fun we'll be okay yeah, sorry,
0: that's guys. that's what sorry, we are though I'm we're poor. wonky but fun <laughs> that's our tagline i don't know all right <laughs> uh, wonky but fun Ugh. uh it, uh, tagline uh what was it what was our first tagline it was uh <laughs> yeah, low expectations <laughs> equals high results that was
2: <laughs> that was
0: one of our first taglines you set the bar low
2: enough <laughs> you're always gonna <laughs> and be we, great. And we,
1: and we live up to that every day
0: oh man every <laughs> single week we live up to that uh but I actually have a question uh for you guys. Yeah so Rob and Alex Yes y- You have to run a game tomorrow. Okay? okay, and you you've maybe the person who's running it is sick, but you get to you get to choose, like you've been subbed in, you get to choose the game, the game system, <laughs> the story of the game. So here are the three questions. Okay. What game system do you choose? What world do you run the game in? Mm-hmm. And those first two questions might be the same. Yeah. And the third question is what do you base the story on? Mm-hmm. If I tell you right now, come mm-hmm. up with what? What would you? What would your go-to be?
1: Okay. Yeah. If you were pressed, <laughs>
0: Mine's I got this. Easy. Yeah.
1: You go for it. D, you go ahead. Uh, Yeah. D and D, my world, because I know it so well, and I start him in prison. Oh man, that's
0: beautiful.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what about you? It's Rob? Gotta take him a while to get out I know, of there, so I, it, it gives me time to work. You know.
0: You know, I'm with you, Alex. Actually, I like the first session railroad. I just love a a frickin' on-the-rails first session because then what happens, you know, after the amnesia wears off or after the prison, you know, they break out of prison or escape their execution or whatever, by episode three or by session three, uh, a a whole new plot has emerged based on the character's actions. So, uh, yeah, I love that high high-velocity, railroaded first session, because it can lead to some really great things. Definitely.
2: My answers are similar. What about you, Rob? S- similar. Um, D&D, be- just because I know it the best, so it's, it's I can do it quickest. Um, what
0: was that again? I'm sorry, you cut out.
2: D&D, uh, I would also pick, just because I know it the oh, nice. best, so I can prepare, prep the quickest. If you know a system oh, cool. well, yeah, you can prep nice. it faster. Um, uh, also, my home world, again, because I know it well. And uh, first of all, as to the assignment, go fuck yourself. I can't stand not having time to prep. I want a week to prep a game minimum. <laughs> okay? Like, seriously. I will spend four to five days thinking before I put pen to paper. Um, do, you know what? I, I do that. So if but I was I I would run something I've already okay. written. I would not make something up. No way, okay, no cool. how, never, yeah. ever, I, yeah, ever Yeah, I would. I, I, I usually
0: do last-minute
2: prep. I uh I, I don't like that style. Yeah. I
1: don't like
0: yeah,
1: that style. delay. Man, this is rough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see we we'll, we'll we can soldier through.
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I uh I think I I imagine I'm not sure what system I would choose. I I, I would probably right now choose D and D, uh, because I know it the best yeah. and you can get the pre gens for it the easiest. Um, but I would probably run i would do a similar thing to you alex i would do a shipwreck mm-hmm. uh, i'm actually going to be uh yeah so i'm, I'm going to do a shipwreck uh session that's kind of one shotted right you got to yeah. survive the shipwreck a uh, railroaded rather and then i would <clears throat> probably choose uh like i said D and D. but honestly i would I, I i'd like to try fate yeah
1: i'd like to try fate fate is a lot of fun because you can set up the world at the same time if you want you know, you, you, yeah, you, you, sure. you can have the, the players help create your setting even. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're really going for bare bones, that's that's a good way to do it, too. Actually, I think
0: my new answer would be microscope. I feel <laughs> like up yeah. in, that's just the easiest thing to pick up and run. That is pretty cool. And have fun. Yeah. 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 So, uh, on the contrary game that you want run for you tomorrow sorry okay never mind hold on in one week we'll we'll give the gm rob regulations okay if i gotta write Uh, it if i can just
2: use something i've already written then fine
0: yeah for sure (laughs) i uh what what uh what game system game setting uh would you choose uh to have a game run for you
2: 13th age i think for me not 13th age fantasy age fantasy age Sorry, that's the one. I got. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yep. yeah. It that's uh, the, drag, the Dragon Age system, right?
2: Yeah, Dragon Age system. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I've never played it. Heard great things. Yeah, it's a nice simple system to learn. I watched the, the, the Will Wheaton
2: game. It looked neat. It looked like it had some neat features, like with the with the sixes. And
1: oh stuff. yeah, yeah. I I I saw the first few episodes of that. Yeah, it's pretty good. yeah, it's it's any system that I like. I like the idea of the uh, the stunt die, that kind of thing. I mean, it's it doesn't look very complicated. So, and that's a big one for me. If I'm going to be dumped into a game, um, I prefer to know it or have it at least a simple enough system where I can pick it up quickly. Um, yeah, like uh, any I could I could play any ubiquity system. Um, uh, cool. Obviously, D and i I'd be in there. Um, it, but you get to pick any. You get you got to pick things you've never played before. Oh, okay. Well. In in that in what that case, yeah, I'd, I'd, pro- I'd probably say the same thing. Go with uh, go with fantasy age because uh, yeah, it, it does sound like a cool system, and I'd love to try it. Cool.
2: My second choice would be a uh, good shadow run game too, because I've never played. Hmm.
1: it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a neat setting. I I, I like the setting, although I I've, I'm a little afraid of the system based on what I've heard. So <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. it's maybe it's all false. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a lot of anti hype. But I've heard you know, it's no, I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I'm nervous about it. I like
0: cyberpunk. I'm, I'm not a big fan of dragons flying over Los Angeles, but I, you know, I would, I'd be cool with Shadowrun. shadow run that that's definitely up there yeah, it, for my list of things that I would pick people to run for me, but I'd probably pick traveler or stars without number. Mm. Cause I want to play that type of sci-fi yeah. and uh, I'd prefer traveler because I've never played it. I've never run it, yeah. but I want to play it first and I want to make a character. I've, I've made six traveler characters
1: never played. Yeah travel because it is so much fun travel is a tough one for me because the you know uh, the dm has to be compatible with me because yeah because uh, i I like my i like enough enough sci in my sci-fi you know i'm I'm not as i'm not as big on the on the uh more fantasy sci-fi so yeah i'm um, with you uh so I, i i want you know, physics to be physics. I want, you know, <laughs> time dilation yep. to be time dilation. You know, I I want those things in my game, and I you know, and I want totally I want a smart agree. you know that kind of smart game. Um, yeah, maybe you should run it for me, Alex. Maybe I, you should
0: I, This is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. This entire question banter bit has been me asking you. The purpose is me to ask you to run Traveller for me. I'm
2: tra- <laughs> I, this is a setup. this
0: is all just a facade a to hide the fact. I knew it. I,
2: I no, have a Traveller. Um, uh, maybe three shot or four shot that I wrote and never ran. It's mostly finished. Oh. I never want to do it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. <clears throat> I just remember sitting down to roll a character and in my mind I had like a Han Solo-esque <laughs> like, smuggler. Yeah. And I, I ended up with a guy with like – he was in a, a like a, a mechanized wheelchair – without legs. I think I've probably said this on the show before, but don't stop me because I'm going to say it again. And he was uh, like out of gas in space. So he was just wandering space, waiting to starve to death or something like that. Like it was like, oh my God, what a, what a character.
1: I love rolling those. Yeah. Character jet is pretty lethal in, in traveler or at least some Mm -hmm. versions of it anyway. (laughs) So yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> is that too many? not too many systems that have that, where you can die in in uh, in character creation. Yeah, I would call that <laughs> character creation system just plain evil.
2: I, I the way I do it is instead of rolling on all those charts, you just select whatever you like. Go to this yeah. chart, make a selection. Go to this ah, chart, yeah. make a selection.
1: Yeah, yeah. Create the character play, you want. Play, play the you character roll. the dice give you. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
2: Quick, Do you, uh,
0: quick, you guys remember that, that segue of, I just jumped over?
2: Oh. The floating um, the floating wheelchair thing? Damn it. Imagine you had that in a in a fantasy setting. What would be a fantasy substitute for that wheelchair? For what? The so wheelchair? imagine you got a guy with no legs. Oh. This is a character I, I'm going to bring in my home game. He's a, a wizard, kind of evil. He has no legs. And I'm, I'm saying that they've withered away through some disease that's magically uncurable. And so instead, he yeah. floats around on the fantasy equivalent of a levitating um, wheelchair. What, what would oh, the f- cool. what would I, that I, be? I know. That. What do you think that could be?
0: Well, low fantasy, super low fantasy. Game of Thrones does goes medieval and makes uh, gives Bran Stark uh, like metal legs on his horse to keep him upright. Um, there, there have been magic carpets
1: in the Black Company. Mm. Oh, that would be cool uh, if you had a specially trained beast of some kind because you could have some sort of fantasy beast that, you know, was was lower to the ground perhaps, but, you know, they, they kind of build this apparatus to hold up the per- the torso on the, on the back of this thing so they kind of have a symbiotic be like relationship.
2: A, a, a giant yeah. bee, a giant bee <laughs> or something like that or a, <laughs> oh, wasp, yeah. or a wasp or something. He with, like with be, a chair on, uh, like with a saddle on it. He sits on
1: that. That that, that would have to get annoying though. After a while. you know, you you, you go, you're at the theater trying to trying to listen, <laughs> and all you do is can with this egg land? The land. bees flying around, banging banging every
0: single flower in the garden, just yeah. with you on its back. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, I we leapt over yeah, a segue back this, uh, back definitely. in the day, but I'm going to bring it back Go for it. today. Well, well, no, hold on. I always mm-hmm. do this part out of order. I always do this. I am an amateur uh, podcaster. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody to Roll Up and Die, your evil. not evil as we swear RPG <laughs> podcast.
1: My name is Barker, and my name is Alex, aka Captain Gothnog. and I'm Rob the Swamper, and we're uh, yeah, we're joined today by Rob the Swamper, uh, who has yes, graciously yeah. agreed to uh, to join us, despite our uh, our communication differences in, in time dilation, since we're uh, communicating across about 12 parsecs of space.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Yes, and today we are talking about evil campaigns, yeah. the subject that... That it's just it's it's proof that you really are, ladies and gentlemen, just listening to some dudes (laughs) who sort of know kind of what they're (laughs) talking about sometimes, because Mm -hmm. at least one every episode, at least one. And I'm going to be that guy this episode. I've never run an evil campaign. And I'm going to be honest. It's because of the stigma of, oh, gosh, what's going to happen? I have done certain evil things that I will talk about in this episode. Uh, (laughs) Wait, hold on. Hold on. I've run certain evil esque. (laughs) Uh, missions inside campaigns, which I'll talk about in the episode. <laughs> the evil things I'm I have done, uh, I'm not going to get into. But uh, so I'm an, I'm going to be learning a lot as I go. So as is usual, actually I say that we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Do you guys want to go around and come up with bad ways to run an evil campaign, or cliche, stereotypical, stupid ways yeah. to run an evil campaign? Yeah, there's a sure. lot of
1: those. <laughs> Kick it off, Alex. Yeah. So, um, one thing is 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 to create characters that are um, that are two dimensional evil. You know, the, the mustache twirling villain. <laughs> I'll take over the world. You know, those kind of evil, the you know, the, the stupid evil. Um, because once you do that, the party's just going to eat itself. You know, you've got no chance of holding that group together in any kind of manner. And and, and that's that. And that's one of the big things you. And, and toughest challenges, which I'll I'll talk about later, is yeah. is holding an evil group together. You know, a good group will, will work together because you know a higher purpose, a noble purpose. You know, we're we're saving the world, whatever. But an evil group won't necessarily have that. Uh, so yeah, you, you're gonna you have to use different glue to hold them together. And and if they are all just pulling in their own evil directions, it's just gonna implode. Yep.
2: Yeah, for I'm sure. just, yeah, I'm sure. I, know, I uh, back yeah. up what Alex just said. The If you have a good party, a typical good party, they have purpose. They might not agree on every decision or how to go about it, but they have a shared purpose. They have each other's backs. If you're all just a bunch of cutthroats, yeah. you're going to be afraid <laughs> to sleep next to the guy. It's not going to work.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, mine would be evil for evil's sake. Mm. Uh, it would be... Saying, I want to play. I want to have an evil campaign. Well, what does that mean yeah. uh, exactly? How? What kind of evil are you trying to get revenge? Are yeah. is evil a per- your perspective? Like, do you believe <clears throat> what you're doing is right? Because if you just say, let, let's take, for instance, crazy, mm-hmm. a crazy character. Yeah. You know, if someone says, I want to play a crazy character, and you say, yeah, but you don't make them define what kind of crazy it is. Yeah. Are they Do they hear voices? Do they, <clears throat> uh, are, are they kind of trapped between planes and it's driving them mad? You, you... If you if you don't have them define that crazy, then it's just going to be mm-hmm. well. I'm going to do the opposite of what the party wants to do because right. I'm crazy. <laughs> same <laughs> thing goes. Yep. Same thing goes with evil. Yeah, define yeah. your evil, man. And I, I I think if you don't do that, then you're just going to have a bad time nine times out well, of ten. Well, you're this, gonna this is a great everybody else, and they're
2: just going to want to get rid of you.
1: Okay. <laughs> now this is a great topical subject because that we just had released in the theaters um, Suicide Squad. Which, which, oh, yeah. which is a, a a perfect evil party when you think about it. I mean, that they're 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 about as evil as you can get in 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 most yeah. cases, and uh, they're essentially a party of adventurers for the you know. By all
0: I was mean. gonna say, you know, when you were talking about, you know, everybody needs to be grouped together with a common purpose, kind of like a good campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, all the characters have to be tied <clears throat> together, and they still have each other's backs. Yeah. you know, that is. it it might be a cliche or a stereotypical trope to have the goal be to kill all the heroes Mm -hmm. in a similar way to like super villains versus superheroes. Like you're going around trying to stop all the good doers from stopping the the villains. Uh, But that might seem cliche or trope like, Mm -hmm. but it is for a reason. And I feel like that's a really good way to get all the characters on the same side or at the very least somewhat.
2: Yeah. Yeah look at a show like the Sopranos, right? Um, it would be easy to say that all those guys were evil and they worked together. They had plans and they only, you know, stabbed or backstab one another when the guy broke the rules, you know, you were doing shit on the yep. side, you were ratting people, you're a rat in the side of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? It wasn't like, Oh, yep. dead, dead, dead. Cause I'm evil.
1: Yeah. They had an internal yeah. sense of, of honor and, and their own set of rules. And, and I think that is important. I, uh, a while back I ran a, an uh, an evil campaign for some people. They 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 wanted to you know shake things up. They'd already played good characters. So they wanted to play something different. So my again my first thought was how am I going to keep this group together? So I had them all part of the same thieves guild and they had all been harvested essentially from this from the same orphanage that the thieves guild sort of ran. So that that was that was where they got their new members. They would they they, they cool. set up this, yeah. this orphanage, so <clears throat> they had these people they could pick from to you know fill their ranks, and so but they were all part of the same guild, and so that they had this sort of initial uh, cohesion. You know, they had this yeah. this reason why they're together. They had a reason to stay together. They had their own oaths that they took to, you know, they'll steal from anyone but not from each other. You know, so it, that way they can kind of be. Their evil selves, but, it get, yep. but they have some structure to it. And that reminds
0: me of uh, uh, the, the Matt's not here. If in case anyone hasn't noticed, <laughs> Matt's—we can say he's still in Alaska, but he's not. He's he's back home putting his life back together after nine thousand vacations in a row. um <laughs> Uh, but basically it reminded me of his one shot that he ran in his homebrew world of Aronoth, mm-hmm. uh where everybody played, it was called cloak and dagger mm-hmm. and everybody played, uh, I think that's what it was called. Everyone played uh, a member of the umber cloaks, which mm-hmm. are these, it's a thieves guild. And so everyone's kind of playing a varying degree of evil character Yep. Uh, in a way. Actually, I'm sorry. I said thieves. I meant assassins. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, they st- so they steal your life.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. But they're, everyone's evil. They have a common yeah. purpose. One of the things I notice, though, is that, at least in my campaigns, when I... I feel like I love good guy stories. Mm. I love that arc, yeah. and a lot of my players do as well. But a little smattering of evil in there kind of spices things up and keeps it exciting. And the one thing I've done, evil-wise, is I could tell that one of my characters really kind of wanted to play an evil character. Mm-hmm. Uh, or one of my players wanted to play an evil character. Yeah. And... I uh, I did flashbacks to a different character, like we did different scenes to a different character mm-hmm. that was playing a part in the story. But we we role played out these scenes like they were cut scenes in a movie, and he was playing an evil character. Yeah. So that gave him this outlet to do this thing that he wanted to do without interrupting right. the good story right. arc. And that is mm-hmm. the one thing that's really helped me. But uh, uh, I, that's my only. Yeah. Exp- I, I'm I still have limited experience.
1: Another thing people don't often think about is that evil doesn't necessarily mean stupid um, or that you must do evil things at all times. One um, well, great example I like to use is, is Voldemort from the Harry Potter series. I may have mentioned it on on this before, and if so, I apologize. But, you know, when when he was at Hogwarts, he was just as evil, but he, he kept it in because he had a bigger goal in mind. His goal was to learn everything he could from the wizarding community so he could get more power and eventually create his horcruxes, spoiler alert and uh, eventually I'm,
0: I'm on I'm on book 5 careful
1: <laughs> and eventually Still get to the point five. where where he was you know you know uh, he could defeat death but
0: um but during the time- can you can, we, can you do me a favor alex and stop saying his names that's my only thing that's my <laughs> right. only concern so, that I have. So, yeah
1: so he 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 must not be named uh, he you know, so, but he he had a higher purpose in mind, and so he was able to play the the you know the the model student. Yes, sir, of course, sir. You know, can I help you with your book, sir? You know, and and he played that role because he had a higher purpose in mind. He was smart, he was cunning, and, and he, but he was patient. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. He was patient, mm-hmm. but by all accounts, chaotic evil. You know, he he was yep. he was not uh, uh, not good and not really that lawful either. Um, so. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, a great, that, sure. that's a great example of playing chaotic evil in fact in my book
2: yeah, I, w- I want to add to yeah. what uh, Alex said about playing evil right sometimes people think when you play evil you got to be like you know snidely whiplash wringing your hands and twirling your mustache all the time look imagine an evil guy he doesn't eat dinner evilly he doesn't brush his teeth <laughs> evilly he doesn't sleep yeah. evilly you know what I mean it just means yeah, you have a different moral code sleepy, I don't but... have to do all the things anybody else has to do right <laughs> so let
0: me let me jump in there really quick though cuz you guys have both mentioned like mustache twirling evil yeah. I am of a generation where I am actually under the impression that most people who think of oh evil campaign think of slaughtering yeah people, like mass murder because that's what evil <laughs> people do we just kill like and it's yeah and that's what you that's what you kind of get in the campaign I don't see a lot of snide what's this snidely whiplash snidely whiplash. <laughs> whiplash sorry we're, yeah sorry, we're,
1: we're, do we're, right? we're, come on we're, 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 oh man he, he, we're, we're old and he's Canadian so but. Yeah. They, <laughs> fair enough but no yeah you're you're right though you have that um that idea of uh, and and I, I played in an evil party when we were teenagers this we were in uh, high school and and we were we were evil I mean, yeah. because we were angsty teenagers, and and that all and, high school role playing groups, and man. But and the, and that's how we sort of expressed our frustration with with the world around us, so that we no. didn't go into school with a shotgun and take everyone out, and so that was our that was our way of, of releasing it, and Good so we call. did evil things within the game, um, and yeah, some some of them were, were, were pretty dark, but, uh, and. But again, that that can be dumb too. If you have, if you're an evil character, like s- the best serial killers are the ones who don't get caught. You know, yeah. they are they are because they are smart, they are clever. They they have a purpose in my Zodiac. mind. Zodiac. Their, their psychosis gives them gives them focus that they will you know will go and and uh, and plan to kill someone and do it in such a way that they won't get caught and and they don't just kill someone in a bar fight or walk up to someone and you know and gut them in the street and
0: they spend spend weeks thinking about it and watching this
1: person. Just
2: just because you're willing to commit some evil acts doesn't mean you're tolerant of all evil. Let's say you're a, a bank robber and one of your other, you know, cohorts, he goes to rape a child, right? You might think, you assholes, shoot him in the head for that. It doesn't mean you accept every bit of evil, right? Yeah. No, I yeah. rob banks. That's what I do. I don't go around raping people. Yeah, kids,
0: for sure. Exactly.
2: Right? I don't put up with that. You know, mistake. here's a... It, it,
0: yeah, exactly. Here's a good example of a villain, I think. One of my favorite villains is um, uh, Bill the Butcher from Gangs of
1: New York. Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, he's Great. just inc- an incredible villain because he mm. he's t- he's yelling, he's tapping his glass eye with his knife and eating meat raw and waving a knife at this, you know, at the the mayor of New York, right? Or uh, Tammany. And then he gives... Uh, a, an old lady and her child some free meat because he's a butcher. Yeah. Like it just it just does this generous, nice thing when this guy is a racist, this guy is an asshole, this guy yeah. is a murderer, and I just connected with that person, and that is what makes me love him. Yeah. That's yeah. what, you know, the human quality of it. So play
1: a human. Excellent example. I, I that just because so- you're evil doesn't mean okay. you'll be without yeah. compassion. Go yeah. Enough. Exactly. I, I remember not too long ago, I saw a picture online that was going around and it was, it was a picture of, of, of Adolf Hitler at his uh, a vacation home somewhere in Austria. Yes. I think. And, 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 he was just kind of standing there with this little girl. Uh, I forget who she was, a relative, maybe a, a niece or something. And it was just the sweetest picture of her smiling and, and him smiling. And, and if you didn't know who it was, it would have just been a nice family picture. And, yeah, and and exactly. and you have to think about that. It's like, uh, you know, to us, this is this is a little girl who has who has who's holding hands with one of the most evil people of the 20th century, uh, yes. by most accounts. Exactly. And 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 yet here is here he is, you know, you know, this video of him playing with his dog and and laughing and 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 holding hands with a with a, a little girl that's you know that yeah. he that he cares for, and and it's it's uh, it's, and it's, and it's the, hard on the brain. It's exactly. Really it might on. be
0: the same video where he was uh, it was his girlfriend or fiance at the time, I think Mm -hmm. filming him. And he said, what are you doing filming an old man? I should be filming you. And he flirted and I don't want to turn the whole podcast about that, but that was like that awoke, that woke up something inside of my brain Mm -hmm. that told me that there is nothing different between me uh, and that person biologically or right. very few things, right. right? We're more similar than we are different. And that scares yeah. me. And that to me is makes the best villain campaign Absolutely. is when you put as much of you into your characters as you would do during a good guy campaign. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. You know? and you were, you were talking earlier about how uh, going in slaughtering everything as a, as a sign of evil. Think of this. Yeah. If you're, let's say you rob uh, museums of expensive art. All right, the police are going to put some effort mm-hmm. into catching you, but if you're the kind of guy who's going around murdering innocents left and right, you're going to have the whole squad down upon you, and they're just going to put yeah. you down. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if you act yep. super stupidly and evil, you, yeah. like Alex was saying, it's just going to be over <laughs> for you, right? Actions have consequences. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess here's a question that I have because I keep imagining these evil characters, like these evil art thieves, who uh, who would maybe stop a murder though if they saw it in progress because they're not that evil. Yeah. So here's a question: How do you run an evil campaign without ev- without it invariably turning into a good guy campaign?
2: Hmm. Um. Uh, um. And well, uh, one. Oh, go ahead. You can finish. You go ahead first. Well, I, I was thinking about this because I'm writing an evil campaign right now. A lot of quests are are almost identical good party or an evil party. So imagine a good party is told, all right, there's uh, an evil wizard in this tower and he has this item and we've got to get this item from him. And then you have the evil party and, you know, the mob boss or the equivalent in the world system yeah, there's a wizard in that tower, and he's got something we could really use. Go get it, right? Yeah. In yeah, both exactly cases, that. the party does the same thing: they go in there, kill the guy, take his item, right?
0: These bastards are always from New Jersey,
2: always, <laughs> always.
1: You were talking well, Sopranos. Yeah, I mean, sometimes just basic motivation too. It's like uh, the difference between you know, yeah, you know, we need you to save our town, our children. We're 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 gonna die versus uh, we, we can pay you. Yeah. Well, how much? Yep. Yeah. How much? You know, sometimes
0: it just. Sometimes it just comes down to who you're stealing from or who you're killing. Because if you if you know, good guys are raiding these dungeons of goblins, while the evil people are raiding underground villages of you know half elves who have been ostracized from both human and elven society. Yeah. And so now you're taking advantage of those people who are defenseless. Yeah. Um, and, and when I first asked this question, I wanted to bring up a movie. That is one of my favorite movies, and I feel like uh, two movies actually. Uh, the, one, they're they're the perfect institution of bad guys. A story about bad guys. Are these okay. movies that uh,
2: you have actually well, Matt, seen? And, what's up? <laughs> are these movies that you have actually seen?
0: Yes, they are. They are, <laughs> and actually, the longer I'm talking about, the more I'm thinking of it. So I'll, I'll name a few. The one I was thinking at first is uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a story about <clears throat> bad guys. Yeah. That ends in a good way for a story about bad guys to end. Yeah. Yep. Uh the other ones I was thinking of, I was thinking of The Ref. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the ref. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. The story
0: Oh my gosh, it's the best <laughs> Christmas movie ever. Um I can't remember. Oh yeah. No, the last one is actually uh one of my favorites. It's called The Devil's Rejects. It's a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah,
1: that's that's dark.
0: <laughs> that movie is dark, but by the yeah. end of it you're like, "Why am I relating? Why am I rooting for these horrible people?
1: Why am I doing this?" <laughs> and that, and those are the best movies when when the when you when the bad guy, you know, by the end you think he's might have a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, "Oh man, what does this say about
0: me?" I definitely recommend those movies. Uh, you know, especially Butch and Sundance. That's
1: just a classic. Another good example uh, is uh uh Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. Oh. Oh, I've never seen oh, that. Oh, man. It, it there, there is not a single good person in that entire movie. Um Oh, really? Yeah. They're all they're all they're all nasty sons of bitches of one kind or another. And, awesome. And, yeah, I, I won't spoil it for you then, but it, it if you if you it's a must see if even if you even if you're not a big fan of westerns, which this is I mean just the yeah. the 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 richness of these characters and that was something I was going to mention too is that one of the critical things I think when creating evil characters is and even more so I think than maybe good characters is the back is the background um their backstory because yeah. you you know a good person that had you know a person pre- i you know people are generally born kind of neutral or good you know i think they're they, they they're they're sort of naturally altruistic and and um so they have to be made evil so showing that process of how they're made evil can not only make them understandable and relatable but it can also uh create some maybe even a little sympathy yeah, yeah. you yeah, know for sure like <clears throat> I, I was thinking of andrew's character in, in our uh uh, the game you was you were running Rob with us. Wheel death. He he played yeah he he played a, a an evil character a lawful evil character, uh, an elf who was raised by hobgoblins, and I was playing a chaotic good diametrically opposed alignments, and so it it was really interesting figuring out ways in kind of a meta fashion to get our characters to want to adventure together, you know why why would these two people you know work together to 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 do things and. Yeah. Uh, but he but he had a really good backstory as to why his character was was evil, and and he and he and he didn't play him just two dimensionally as this you know, uh, whether it was the the mad slaughter or you know whatever. But that's cool. Uh, and I would th- I, th- I
0: would th- I would th- th- put out there that evil is not an alignment. You know, and this yeah, yeah, is yeah. a lot of people think <clears> it's pretty obvious coming from me because I can't stand alignment. Mm -hmm. If you're running an evil campaign, don't start with alignment. Yeah, definitely Start exactly like you just said, Alex. Start with the background Mm -hmm. of the characters. Start with, like, write these characters, write your character as if you're writing a villain NPC. Yeah. Like, for for a game that you're running.
2: What were you going to say, Rob? Well, um, something Alex was kind of suggesting and this really speaks to the sort of the tone of the evil campaign you want to run. There (laughs) are villains and there are anti-heroes an antihero is somebody who might do evil things to uh, help the greater good, right? Um, I slaughtered a yeah. uh, hundred people, right? But it was because I they were planning on doing something bad, uh, yeah. Um, yes. things like that, right? Assassins for hire, those kind of guys, right? They're evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're they're murdering people or whatever, but they're doing it. So that's an antihero. And then there's the villain, who's more like uh, I screw you. I'm taking what you got. That, kind of, yeah, that yes. kind of thing. So it's the the, the it's, Punisher it going to affect the tone. It,
1: That's
0: what I wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, when I think of antihero, <clears throat> I think uh, the Punisher. Yeah, um, there's a good example. A That's lot good example, of people. Yeah. Rider, you know, is yep. is another one. Uh, but I, I like that image of the Punisher. Which, honestly, though, the Punisher is still the story of a good guy. You know, it's so I like part, yeah. the idea yeah. of yeah. Yeah, he's really a perfect going perfect full anti-hero, evil.
2: right? Yeah, yeah. evil yeah, things for the greater good for sure the other thing
1: because so you might start
0: there if you're if <laughs> if, if you're looking to run an, an, an yeah. evil campaign yeah. that might be where you start if you want to dip your toes in the water that's not a bad
1: idea yeah another thing to consider too is especially with an evil campaign is really deciding as as a group uh how dark you want to go you know uh, coming out coming up with uh you know I, I like to use uh like movie rating systems for for games a lot of times so you know you know, do you want this to be you know uh pg pg-13 r <laughs> nc-17 i mean how how yeah. how dark is this thing going to get are, are people going to be like describing graphic images of violence of some of one kind or another and and what kinds i mean so you know once, once you start down the evil track you have to make sure that everyone's going to be on the same page so that someone else is not just like uh doing you know this this mild evil and then someone else comes in and it's like yeah so i i so i i come in wearing a a skin of a baby on my head. You know, it's like, wh- what? Right. Yep. <laughs> just get <getting> it outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, man. That, that's, that, that's a, that's a, that's a big jump for many people. And, and you gotta make sure everyone at the table is okay with that or not, you know? Yep. You know, so yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to talking to the players.
2: <laughs> what was that, Rob? I was just going to say, even other bad guys might kill you for that. Mm. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: All right, so um, do you? It's a, it's a little bit early, but we can take a question from the listeners, or take a few. Yeah, we'll take a couple.
2: Um, Why not? Uh, one one little oh. aspect we haven't quite touched on that I wanted to mention oh, sure. is oh, playing Go an ahead. evil character in a good campaign. This is something that is often done wrong. Uh, uh, Alex gave a good example of Andrew doing it right. You you can't be. Uh, You need to be helpful to the party. If you're going to be an evil character in a good campaign, you need to be helpful to the party. You can't be just an asshole and a disruption. If you're if you're one of these people who says I'm going to create a character who's basically just wants to dick with the party, don't create that guy. Just do everyone a favor. Yeah.
0: Go play a video game. Go play a video game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can be evil. Yeah, I I think that's a
0: great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, here's the deal. I'm a big fan of well, that's what my character would do. I, I'm a big fan of role playing out what a character would do because I believe that creates the best story. But if you're role playing your character at to, at the expense of the other people around yeah. the table, not their characters but the people, yeah. you, you gotta you gotta hold back and you know,
1: yeah. really play you're playing with people. Yep. Yeah, you can look I mean there's some red flags too, like if if, if uh if you're in the first session of this evil campaign with a new player and, and they you know you're playing an evil party and and I says, uh, while well, does he sleep?" I look through his pack. What's he got? You know that kind of thing. It's like, oh, it's gonna be one of those games. You know, yep. it's like, yep. of
2: yeah, updates. exactly, <laughs> yep. exactly. You
1: know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a matter of sessions before someone killed someone else.
2: Evil or even good, evil the party people needs a don't... reason to keep you around.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: You know, and I. Yeah, that's 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 another issue. And this is uh this is actually gonna relate to this first question, which is by uh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan P., whose middle name is Danger. Love it. What's a (laughs) good plan of attack to have your players play evil and have fun, but not turn it into awkward descriptions of murder and other evil acts, where some players might feel uncomfortable because another player took it too far in their Mm. minds, and the offending player says, thought we were playing an evil campaign. Is there a healthy, fun balance to playing and DMing a group of evil characters? Uh, DMing for a group of... Yeah, I think think we kind of covered that with the different variations of
1: evil person yeah and also Um, what alex
2: said about establish the boundaries before the campaign starts right yeah
1: Yeah, discuss ahead of time and and use and use movie examples you know say uh, are we gonna go are we gonna go with like Home Alone bad guys, you know. Are we going to go with yeah. like Magnificent saw bad Seven guys, or you know? <laughs> Saw? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because I uh, recently I, I read a lot of graphic novels, and recently I finished <clears throat> one of my favorite trades called uh, We Stand on Guard, which is about <clears throat> it's a uh, alternate reality Canadian versus United States war, <laughs> and it's about basically guerrilla warfare in the north northwestern territories, yeah. and it's awesome. It's Only it's only six issues. It's wonderful. Highly recommend it for anybody. Um, But I shared it with someone in the community, Troy Spencer, uh, in the one-shot group. Mm -hmm. I I didn't. I shared the uh, the title with him for him to read, and he said it looked good. But he looked it up and he saw a very graphic image that's in the uh, the the comics. A guy gets blown, you know, a leg blown off, an arm blown off, and it shows everything. You know, his face is burned off. And, and I was thinking like, cause he said, Ooh man, definitely not for the kids. Right. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> you know, is like, yeah. you know, I'm sharing this with you. And then it got this train of thought rolling in my brain that how do I compare badness? Because that yeah. is arguably the worst thing in one of those comics. Yeah. But you know, how do I relate that into games? And I think citing getting, a movie up? saying, hey, if it's not you know, if it's if it's in this movie, it's acceptable. Or recording yeah. almost right, now. or comic books or novels right. or you know, stuff like that. I, I think that's a super good idea, Alex.
1: Yeah. It's something people can relate to and, and it's really easy to um you know, to get the idea across. Yeah.
2: Also, so to help answer next... Jordan's oh, question, uh, just I want to quickly add: be focused. Don't be just mayhem and chaos for chaos' sake. Have a have a goal, just like a good party would.
0: Yep. It, sometimes even more so, maybe to keep them on the mm. track. Maybe a little bit, a little bit more nudgy. Yeah. Mm. Um. So this next question, I'm very interested in answering. Uh, well, no, in, in us answering, because I'd like to know more about it. But first, I need to know what the definition of a Mary Sue character is. And, and can you do it by showing me a character in fiction that is a Mary Sue character? Uh, and the reason I'm asking is because I've asked this question, and a lot of people say Dritzt from the Forgotten Realms novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never read a novel About Dritz. So I'm. Mm. I don't know what a Mary Sue character is. So when Josh G's question, so how do you make a villain for an evil campaign that isn't a Mary Sue? When he asked that, I don't really know what to say. So what do you guys think?
2: Hmm. I'm. I'm not sure of that question either. My understanding of a Mary Sue character is a character that's there to. Um, basically, steal the spotlight, outshine the other characters. Um, it was oh, always yes. predetermined that they were going to be, okay. they were going to so, sa- save the day, no matter what anybody else do- did. Okay,
0: yeah, I got it. And I I just Googled it because we have this (laughs) ability to to learn anything anywhere. Uh, And as long as we wait for the signal to get back from space and be patient. Um, a Mary Sue is an idealized and seemingly perfect fictional character, a young or low rank person who saves the day through unrealistic abilities. Often this character is recognized as an author insert or wish fulfillment. So in my mind, a Mary Sue villain is a villain that appears when the gm wants the villain to appear, fights the way the gm wants them to fight and then disappears before they can be captured yeah. or killed.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good definition. Um, no matter what the players do, this guy will get away that kind of thing. Right.
0: Yep. Right. So, I think it's it's very important to mm-hmm. when you introduce your villain to the characters to let them go, kill your darlings, allow the characters to possibly kill or maim this villain. Yeah. And the way you do that is all make every villain you make a dog on some other villain's leash. So if you have to fight this ogre boss, you know, and, and you love this ogre boss, knowing that there's another bigger villain behind the ogre boss allows you to kind of surrender control a little bit and yeah. be okay. Because if the ogre dies, you still have that other villain you can pull out in, in or pull into the spotlight.
2: Yeah. I'm going to add a little bit to that. That's really good advice. I'm just cool. going to add a little bit. Uh, or you can have the big bad guy have a, a second hand, a second in command, a right hand man, and the right hand man doesn't mm-hmm. show up yeah. at the same time the villain does. So if the party takes out the villain, the big bad, the second hand guy can take over. He can step in. Yeah. That's another way to do
0: it. I like that a lot. Yeah, very similar, for sure. Uh, what do you think, Alex? Um, Any other
2: answers? Yeah, I,
0: I like?
1: think that uh, 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 a good, another good way to sort of do that is to. Um, have the bad guy is smart, not just, uh, uh not, not, ju- yeah. not just show up at a pre-designated place or, or make, you know, long speeches, you know, expositioning their plan or, or, or what have you. I mean, <clears throat> the bad guy is going to stay out of the spotlight and, and he's going to have all his minions take care of the the, the, the PCs. And, and if he does have to talk to them, he's going to do, do it in a smart way. He's not going to, you know, uh, confront them in the middle of a street or he's not going to, you know, do so in a stupid way. He's going to make sure he no. has the upper hand and, and, yes. he, and he's not going to do it until he does. So
0: we'll make sure that, that he has a way out. To escape, right? That's realistic right. and not, yeah. manufactured uh, to save the villain. Yeah, a, a exactly. good example
2: of what Alex just said would be Kingpin from season one of Daredevil. He didn't even show up until the fifth, till the fifth episode before you saw him. It was all through Wesley, right? And when he did show up, he was in control, like, right. like Alex said.
0: Yeah, yep, exactly. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the. Man, technical difficulties all crazy up in here tonight. Man, we got thunderstorms out here. We got Canadian internet, which doesn't make sense because Mike Lesham has internet faster than <laughs> gravity. I don't know. That was dumb. Terminal. That was <laughs> stupid. Internet is faster than terminal velocity. That's silly. Can- Canada
2: is big. Oh, I live God. in the middle of. Nowhere. I
0: was just. I was joke water rafting. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I this is a new TM. thing. Yeah. It's it's where I go into to a I go into a joke like I'm swimming like I'm rafting on a rapid and I don't know where it's going to take me. Nine times out of 10, it's a waterfall, but you miss 100% of the jokes you don't make. Okay. So fair enough. That's just something you have to deal with. Uh, okay. So, um, well, let's take one more question. Yeah. Uh, and this person has uh, a, a really good point as their first, uh, sentence. So we'll see where this question goes. We'll, we'll question water raft. Okay. Let's do that right now. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, Eli K. asks or says, my hunch is an evil campaign is better suited for sandbox style gameplay. Good Mm -hmm. characters are essentially reactive. They discover bad deeds and fight against them. So they benefit from a more structured narrative, which is the opposite of what I just said. But Mm. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. On the other hand, villains are the schemers, the ones hatching the harebrained schemes for personal wealth and glory. (laughs) Unlike the heroes, villains are active entities. With that in mind, what kinds of gaming elements, NPCs, locations, etc., would you put into your evil sandbox for the maximum benefit of the players? And what I said earlier was that evil is good for the railroad. Yeah. So now we're going to do the opposite of that and come up with ways to make a more sandboxy evil campaign.
1: Huh. Um, well, yeah, I guess it would, it would oh, you'd have go to ahead. be okay. Oh, all right, so um, I think you'd first have to come up with a, a character creation. What their motivations are going to be, you know, what are, what are these people after, and what are they after as a group? Yeah, because what, yeah. once you have that, then then that's going to tell you what what they're going to need around them to sort of have any chance of fulfill, fulfilling their goals. You know, yeah. uh, is is this a revenge group where they, you know, maybe they, were they were they all left for dead by some. By some baron, and and now they're coming back for revenge, and, and then they're killing everyone in their way to get there, that kind of thing—a revenge story. Um, yeah, you know what? What is what is their ultimate goal? Because then, then at that point, you can you know fill uh, things in your sandbox. I don't necessarily agree that it, it would necessarily have to be a sandbox, uh, because I think that uh, kind of like we talked about earlier, uh, the right sort of motivations can. Can drive an evil party just as it can drive a good party, but it, but again, it all comes back to the their initial motivations, and maybe 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 it does a bit more than a good party. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I've always wanted to run a game where there's like a map of the world or a map of the city or a region mm-hmm. or whatever, and the players are playing multiple different like lords or uh representatives leaders of this of their gangs or whatever their respective tribes yep. and each session gets them land and more 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 area more people more lackeys to follow them almost like fallout 4 with the settlements yeah and you slowly like you actually have the map as a visual representation it's very similar to this one savage world setting called broken earth which is one of my favorite settings there is mm-hmm. there's a settlement builder mechanic to the role-playing game oh neat and i've always liked the idea of something like that yeah. where your space your power mechanically grows over the landscape uh as you uh, play episodic sessions mm-hmm. where your people do your bidding. That's cool.
2: Um, back to the, I, I
0: always felt like that would be a neat way. Cause, cause if I made a mistake, I wouldn't be stuck with it. Cause it's <laughs> episodic one shots. <laughs> Good Rob. Back
2: to oh, the question up, he Rob? asked. Um, um, he said that, uh, evil campaigns are uh, less reactive. Evil campaigns can be reactive if the, uh, characters have committed crimes for which they have not been punished. It's very possible people are searching for them. Guards, there might be posters up, rewards offered, bounty hunters, Uh, all kinds of things that the party would have to react to. Um, As far as planning and what kind of quests they can get, um, much like he suggested, plotting, scheming. Somebody comes to him, hey, I know where there can be a good score. I found this place, it's not well guarded. Or a mob boss uh, giving him an assignment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, this guy has been interfering in our business. Um, This goody two-shoes Paladin's been poking his nose in our business, and he's getting pretty close to finding out some <laughs> stuff we don't want to know. Yep. Take him out.
0: Yep. I really, I like that idea, Rob, of the good guys being pursuers, because when you are playing a good guy, you're reacting to the villain's actions, and you're trying to stop, thwart the villain, you stop them from doing what they're doing. Same thing goes when you're the villain you're trying to thwart these good guy actions like yeah. pursuing you or tracking you to a certain village or you know fighting you things like that it's all very same and flipped so i i don't you know, I at first I was thinking villains would be better to be railroaded, but I don't think there's too much of a difference uh, yeah. when it comes down to the story. I think we're just so used to good guys winning all the time <laughs> that it kind of gets hard and yeah. sometimes uncomfortable to run such a game.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I like your idea, too, though. Be, you, you that, write, you, I, I'm sorry. No,
1: go ahead, Rob. <laughs> nope. Yes, sir.
2: I was just going to say I, I, like, I like Barker's idea about. Uh, railroading a little heavier in the first session or two. And so imagine, like, with The Sopranos, you sort of set up, here's their world, here's the bada-bing, all right, now you can start sandboxing sort of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've always wanted to do something like that. And Mm -hmm. I like the idea of being able to role-play, like, that you are, your character is this evil power, but you role-play as Mm. this lackey that's doing their bidding or something. And, you know, each each session you play a different character that's doing the bidding of your actual character that you're representing. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm building. Can you tell I've made this idea up three minutes ago? Because it it's be totally that's way, what happened.
2: Maybe work your way up the chain of command, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. You could. Yeah, definitely. Episodic play the same type of villain working their way up the system. That's brilliant. And I think it would do really well in Eberron with all the houses. Mm. all the yeah because g- that's that's a gangster game of thrones like <laughs> setting right there,
1: exactly so. yeah
2: yeah you start either as way a mule spe- and then a driver and then you're in on the jobs so. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh so uh let's before we quit uh we got to make an evil campaign right S- now they can steal you yeah. Yeah, so uh, I have this die right in front of me. It's a 12-sided D6, (laughs) and I'm going to roll it. I'm going to be one and two. Alex, you're going to be three and four. Rob, you're going to be five and six. I love being three and four. Uh, Yeah, that's... (laughs) Aren't you... Are you always three and four? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I never think about it. (laughs) Well, I I rolled a three, Alex, so you get to kick off tonight's idea you can steal.
1: All right, cool. Well, I'm going to say that that this party uh, was left for dead. They were um, uh, they were servants of a, of a, of a, of, a, of an evil um, uh, sort of uh, uh, you know kind of a kingpin uh, um, criminal, and uh, they were they were sent on on a, on, a, on a, to do something for him, and he knew they were going to die doing it, but it was for a, it was for a purpose of his own, and so uh, he just he just left them for dead. But the catches they didn't die and and uh mm-hmm. and that and that's basically kind of where the campaign starts these guys are 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 somewhere um you know luck, lucky to be alive and perhaps even with the knowledge that that they just got screwed over big time okay so
0: i I love that idea, and I love that it, it's it kind of we could go the action hero route um. I rolled a four, so that's you, Rob.
2: Okay, so these guys want revenge on this guy, this kingpin, who set them up. But in the course of track of pursuing their vengeance, they find out what he was hoping they would accomplish, or what he hoped to accomplish from this, and it's something that's potentially very, very profitable, or very, very powerful. And they're like, you know... Maybe we could just do this and claim that for ourselves and screw this guy or get the item and use it against him. Instead of taking him out now, we'll complete the job, we'll get it for ourselves, and then we'll use that against him.
0: Okay, cool. I like that. So finding something of value uh, and maybe taking control into their own hands. Awesome. I love that. That is me. That's a six. I'm going to (laughs) say that this thing of value is a town. Uh, that mm-hmm. has just discovered a valuable resource underneath, and I like the idea of this evil pr- evil power sending these people on a suicide mission because they have some sort of information that they don't realize is sensitive. Uh. And so this was this b- the the evil power's way of dispatching of them and getting cleaning up the problem. That's right. But the thing is, it's supposed to happen near this town. The people leave the, uh, live. The characters live. And the characters, the only way they're safe is if this evil power believes that they're dead. But the people in this village know that they're alive. So these evil characters need to, while trying to come up with a plan to utilize maybe the gold underneath this village, this Mm -hmm. profitable thing, and turn the tables on this evil power, they have to control the village and keep people Mm -hmm. from telling reporting their life the the fact that they're living yeah. to this evil power and so that might lead to some some pretty hairy things like executing people and mm-hmm. and kind of declaring a a, a martial law over this small population the small village so yeah. i think that's a really cool campaign and it can go it can go anti-hero yeah. it can go full on full blown evil. Yep. Like and it so you can kind of steer
1: it the direction that your characters take it. And you could even have sure. a cool story arc. And and again this would this could come up in play, but it'd be kind of neat to start off with, with these kind of evil characters. Maybe they're even a darker evil. But then o- yeah. over over the over the arc of the campaign, maybe they maybe they Maybe they're not, they're not so evil by the end. Maybe they, maybe now they're looking after this town because the big bad yeah. guy is a lot more evil than they thought, you know? Yep. And now they're actually, and they they—they—they they turn out to be, not necessarily the town's benefactors, but, you know, they, they end up kind of, even though they've done some pretty horrible things there, they end mm-hmm. up, you know, doing something to ultimately save the town, which would be kind of a, a yes. neat thing. Uh, you, I like that. You couldn't necessarily plan it, but that, uh, that I just had that idea of, of where you could have that kind of neat, story arc well, with an evil part exactly and when you Perhaps. start off with a game like this
0: you you get to like i said before guide the w- the campaign in the direction that the players take it so you know they're going to take it to places they're comfortable so if they yeah. start saying you know we should protect this town then it's like all right now we're going to go into a good guy campaign yeah. that's what we're going to shift it so it's it's kind of it's, it's kind of neat to start small like that. This is a good campaign. Yeah. Idea, I think.
1: Well, and you could also uh, kind of nudge that a bit as a GM, like with, with little dream sequences and stuff, you could say, you know, uh, maybe they just did something really horrible that day. And, you know, that night you, you, you have this dream and, and you see the face of this, of this, of this girl that you, you know, you, you, you saw killed and, mm-hmm. and, and she, she's, she, she's grabbing your shirt with this bloody hand, you know, and you can, you know, build this up so that they wake up in a pool of sweat you know kind of now questioning their own existence that kind of thing so yeah
2: a bard awesome. comes into town and he's reporting a story of <laughs> these people who are slaughtered out on the road and like this is the PCs who did this and all the other townspeople are like oh oh that's terrible oh my god if I ever see people like that uh we better kind of keep that on the down low yeah lots of yeah ones. exactly you can push it spin it
0: yeah yeah exactly I love that idea Well, thank you all very much for tuning in to Roll Up and Die. Be sure to check out BrigadeCon. That is October 29th. Uh, You can check it out at BrigadeCon.org. It is a 24-hour online role-playing game convention. You can attend in your pajamas because you never have to leave your house. (laughs) And we at Roll Up and Die are going to be doing a special podcast called... Ideas you can steal. That's right. Uh, for, I think it's, I don't know how long it is, an hour, two hours, uh, maybe an hour and a half. We are going Something to be like coming that. up with <laughs> a bunch of different ideas you can steal. We don't even know how we're going to do it, but it's going to be great. Um, so be sure to check out brigadecon.org to sign up or join the RPG Brigade on Facebook or both. Definitely. Uh, so th- definitely. without it, further ado, thank you all. Yeah, exactly. Do it now. Do it now. Come on. Come on. Kill me. I'm right here. See, I, I've seen the movie now. <laughs> So I can do the ah, bad ah, Arnold ah. impression. <laughs>
2: thank yeah. you all Anybody for tuning in to Roll Up on and this Die. Show, we'll be running a game, too, and, and during Brigade Con. So That's if you true. want a game with them? There's Ooh, a shot. You yeah. got a shot. Do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Uh, thank you for tuning in to Roll Up and Die. My name is Barker,
1: and my name is Alex, aka Captain Gothnug,
2: and I'm Rob the Swamper.
0: And check out Rob on YouTube. I believe your YouTube channel is called Rob the Swamper. Correct? The Swamper. Just The Swamper. Yeah. Just The Swamper. Okay, cool. Yeah, check him out on YouTube, The Swamper. And uh, he was also, Rob, you were also in the Pipeline game. I didn't bring that up before.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was Rob, fun you've
0: game. been on the show like nine times. Everyone knows you. They're like, oh, Rob. <laughs> Rob's back. Thank goodness.
2: Yeah, Saving fun.
0: the show from, yeah, dude, it oh, is. I, I'll, I always have a good time too. When the audio works, that's usually when it's the best. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. Um godspeed blah it's been it's been too long i know this show has been produced by roll up and die and is copyright 2016 it is owned by all three of the primary hosts the games movies and other super awesome properties mentioned in this show are the property of their respective owners stealing sucks you can find all three of the primary hosts on youtube and other websites Matt is at youtube.com slash a fistful of dice. Barker is at youtube.com slash be a better game master. And both of their work can be found at absolute tabletop.com. Captain Gothnog is at youtube.com slash Captain Gothnog. And his work can be found on Drive Through RPG via Critical Hit Publishing. Listeners are free to use this show in any way, shape, or form as long as credit is provided to the Roll Up and Die RPG podcast. Look for other releases of the show on facebook.com slash rollupanddie, iTunes, and rollupanddie.podbean.com. Have a fantastic day, and as always, happy gaming.